Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast. This is the show all about our favorite Fujifilm brand cameras and the photographers who love to use them. I'm your host, Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm, GFX, and X-Series related, head on over to fujilove.com. My guest this week is Rinzi Ruiz. He is a very awesome Fujifilm X-Series photographer. Uh, X-Series photographer. He's an official X-photographer for Fujifilm, and he is just an amazing talent. So without further ado, let's get right into that interview. Joining me this week is a very talented photographer. He is a wedding photographer, a street photographer. He is an amazing Fujifilm official ex-photographer. It's none other than Rinzi Ruiz. Ruiz? <laughs> Did I get at that? You got it. Ruiz. Oh, That's good, right. good. Man, that was... Uh, Man, it's just uh, you. You kind of had the superhero alliteration going, but uh, it's a little bit tricky at the on the landing. <laughs> all right, you got it. You got it there at the end. That's all good. Hey, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, man. It's a nice, sunny, comfortable day in Southern California, so I can't I can't complain <laughs> at all. Uh, seeing what's going on everywhere else with yeah. snow and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I can't, I can't complain. It's been a really nice day out here. I am so glad that it, at least some part of the country is getting decent weather. Yeah. Um, right now for us, it's uh, snowing and, uh, but yeah, the, 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 anybody who's listening to this in Texas and that part of the country, yeah. uh, we are feeling for you. That is, yeah crazy um, yeah uh, much love so, to them yep yes you are an official fuji x photographer yeah. uh, i gotta ask man what is what is in your repertoire uh for for your line of photography uh between weddings and street photography and any other projects that you're doing what is your camera of choice that you're that you have right now that you're using for the most part, I'm using the X Pro 3 as far as street photography is concerned. It's kind of a toss up between that and the X100V. Uh, I was able to test both of them out, and I was actually a, a part of um, the discussions, at least. I was brought in to, to talk about the X Pro 3 before they uh, launched it, and I got to test it out as well. So that's currently my favorite for uh, going out on the streets because uh, I can change lenses and and you know sort of mix it up a bit if I'm if I'm out uh, for for work stuff for uh, portraits and maybe uh, the weddings that I'm doing I'm usually bringing out two xt3 bodies but I also bring the X pro three with me uh, as a backup, or sometimes I'll just have it around my neck as a, you know, have the 35 1.4 on there. Yeah. Just as, you know, just in case, you know, if I need, I want to shoot something with that focal length, it's there, but usually I've got like the 56 or the 90 on one, I've got the 23 on the other or an 18 or whatever on the other. And depending on 
how big the place is or how, how I want the photo to turn out um, using, you know, those, those different lenses. Um, but yeah, it's a mix, it's a mixed bag. Uh, but the Expo 3 is kind of currently my favorite uh, one to use just because I like the form factor. And I felt like I was a part of that that whole thing, and uh, it's a beautiful camera to look at too. <laughs> it, it is. You know, I'm still debating whether I should pick that one up. By the way, your lens lineup is pretty much what I use for my weddings. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 23 millimeter range, uh, right. the 35 millimeter f, you know, 1.4. Yeah. That's just such a sweet lens. Um, it is. The it's something million. about that lens, man. You know, like it was my first, uh, it was my first Fujifilm lens with the X Pro One. Yes, and so there's too. like, you know, there, you kind of there's like a, I don't know, nostalgic feeling to it, like an attachment to it because it was the first one. Um, I'm used to seeing in that, you know, focal length as well, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm just very used to that that lens. Um, there was it's got a character to it too. Uh, that with it the, does photos you know it just there's something about it. a lot of people say there's like something magical about that that the, just the output of that lens it's true there there's just something so so i've used the the uh the 1.4 and back in the day it broke on me um mm-hmm. the, the the gears went crazy I got it repaired, but ever since then, it, I, I didn't really trust it very much mm-hmm. uh, just because of that experience. So I ended up selling it and and, and got the um, 35 F2 lens, which was fine. It it was lacking something, not in image quality, but just something right. in the color range that just yeah. didn't. You know what happened to me when I first got the... Uh the F2 line of lenses um, with the 1.4, the, you know, the 35, the 23, even the 18 F2, because of the old focusing motor yep. um, making noises, you, it, I kind of would listen for that to know that I was acquiring focus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, and then with the new ones, when I put those on, I was like, is it even focusing? Because it was so quiet and so silent. Quick and quiet. Uh, yeah. And so fast, right? That I was like, well, wait a minute. Is it even doing it? So it was a little bit of getting used to, I mean, a, a couple of days of getting used yep. to the, how fast it was and, and how accurate it was. And that's how quiet, yeah, how quiet it was. Yeah. I I still have my F2 lenses. I, I still love them to pieces. Yeah, uh, they they now work on my video side uh, there it is. Yeah. of everything, uh, and, and then I, I had to repurchase the the thirty five one point four because I missed that that extra stop, the and just missed that look and feel. Like yeah. there was there was sold to that lens. Yeah, um, yeah. the X Pro three. What do you think is uh, that that special that special sauce that gives that camera that must have on me at all times quality for for you well it's it's for me it's the late i mean i had my x pro 2 on me most of the time as well so i'm used to that form factor i'm used to having that you know on my side so the the xt3s or the xts have that rubber eyepiece right on them Mm -hmm. and so when you have it around your neck it, it or you know on your 
on your side sometimes, right? It's always rubbing that that rubber and it's collecting dust on it. And sometimes it 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 warps it so that it and then you got to buy a new one because uh, <laughs> it's 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 all warped off and and things yeah. like that. I've, I've I've seen it fall off too. Um, like noticed it off when I picked up the camera and then looked back and it was it was on the floor like you know. Um, so I like that part about it, not losing that. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm used to the form factor. I'm used to having my eye, you know, it to my right eye as I'm holding it. Um, and with, with this one specifically, I'm used to shooting with the camera up to my eye. I'm not used to having the LCD. Um, I'm not used to shooting with the LCD. Yeah. I'm starting to get more comfortable with it and, and starting using it a lot more because of um because it's on there now it's it's, it's something that that you can do with these yep. cameras now the x100v has it the uh the x pro 3 has it i got used to it a little bit with the xt3s um for certain angles it was very yes. useful right but for like street photography specifically i started to now bring it down to waist level and just flipping that screen down and noticing just people don't notice you as more uh, as much uh, when you're, when you're looking down. So it's that whole kind of medium format kind of um, waist level camera shooting style, right? <laughs> like yes. just people aren't paying attention to you as much because you're looking down instead of like having the camera to your eye and you're literally like, you know, you're pointing at the camera at them. They, can see you pointing the camera at them. Yeah, and you're not drawing uh, attention. With it's a little bit different. Um, a, you could be a little more stealthy or a little bit more discreet about about it. Um, so I'm liking that. Also, with the you know the flip screen, I know was a big talking point when it first came out, and I actually like it. Uh, at first, I was like, why would they? Why would they do that? And when we were talking about it, there was a lot of argument in that room as to why they would do that and why it's a bad idea. That um, argument I think is it was still a good going call. on. <laughs> yeah, it's still going on. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's a good idea because, like, um, I've never put the LCD screen cover on any of my cameras, and so mm. they've all got scratches on them. Uh, and so this was a good thing for me because it keeps that LCD nice and nice and new looking and has, it has no scratches on there at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the camera a lot. You know, it's, it's again, like I started with the X pro one. So this sort of form factor, this line of, of cameras, um, just so comfortable with, you know, it's like, uh, I know where the buttons are. I know where, how to, how to hold it. I know um, what to do with it. So it, it, you know, and that's the one thing about these Fujifilm cameras, you know, a little bit of changes here and there, but for the most part, things are fairly the same. And so, you know, my muscle memory is there for how to, how to use these cameras. That's a great thing to point out uh, in, in that because everything is, handled externally with, with, with the dials uh it is you know exactly where you need to to reach and, and yeah. so when you upgrade a camera it, it's kind of like that universal language of photography where yeah. it's okay this is this 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 and right. uh carry on yeah um, i mean there's slight changes like going from like let's say the x pro 3 
to uh, shooting with like an X100 or or the XT3. There's certain things that I gotta go. Okay, now I'm on the <laughs> on this body, and this is what I've you know uh, set this function button to, and this is what I set this button to. Yeah. But you know, besides that, you know, once I get rolling, it's it's back to normal. Okay, that's where things are. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, and, and I got to ask this because uh, we just recent uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, Fuji has fairly recently announced their new line of cameras in the XE4 and then the GFX100S. Mm-hmm. Were you able to use any of those cameras? I did test the XE4 and the new 27mm f2.8 RWR. Yeah. And that, that's good. It was a good, like, good combination. Right, the XE4 is a nice small, and this was the first in the line of XEs that I've been able to test. Uh, so I didn't, I, I didn't get my hands on the XE3. I've held it, but I never had any extensive time with it. And so this yeah. is the first time I've actually spent a, a really, you know, good amount of time with uh, an XE camera, and I really had a lot of fun with it because I've always kind of thought, you know, when I'm shooting with the X100V or any of the X100 bodies how nice it would be to be able to change lenses on a smaller form factor compared to the, compared to the X pro body. Cause X pro yeah. body is the biggest body they have. I mean, you compared to the, the XT. Well, I, I, I don't have an XH. So, and those are pretty big, but compared to the, XT, the XH might be a little <laughs> yeah. bit on the bulk. Right. But compared to the XTs, the XTs are tiny, right? Yes. Uh, they're about the same size as the X 100. So um, I was thinking about that form factor wise interchangeable lens. So now I've got it in my hands. I can put the 35 1.4 on the XE3, XE4 and call it a day. I just have that on there. But um, it was, I was testing with the new XF 27 millimeter that has a, has an aperture ring now uh, and it's weather resistant. So that was a good combination. Well, the, the XE4 body is not weather resistant, so right. that was interesting. But, you know, it's still a good combination as far as uh, the size of it, the weight of it. And I don't know, I just had a lot of fun. Um, I took it out of the box and put the lens on, and I start shooting with it. And it's got the first photo I took, actually, was because it, it goes all the way up so that you can do selfies with it, right? Yes. So I was in my room and that's the first shot that I took was of, of myself uh, with that camera and lens combination. I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be cool. This is going to be fun. And, um, you know, I hadn't been out for almost a whole year, right? It was 2020, the end of 2020. And I, I, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't out, but I, uh, just a few times of the year I've done street yeah. photography. So I was like, well, I got to test this camera and I need to, be out in downtown and um, put it through its paces and, and really get some content that I'm happy with. Um, and I, and I wasn't sure what to expect, right. With this whole pandemic, um, were there going to be people when out able to test it? Like, cause, because uh, this was December, December and early January. Um, yeah. So I had about um, until towards the end of January where I had to send it back. And your um, neck of the woods is pretty heavily locked down, right? 
ish. Right? I mean, America. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there were it was a lot emptier out when I was testing it than it is now. They opened up restaurants and stores and all that kind of stuff again in California. Yeah. Uh, but but during December it was fairly empty. Like downtown was was it looked like <laughs> a movie set because there was really nobody out. And I would go like early in the morning so that there wasn't a lot of like wasn't running into too many people. Um, but in in testing this camera, I had to figure out what to do because if there weren't that many people out, what chances do I have of creating something significant, something that I liked, um, something that I can um, I can use as content for for this camera? And so I was like, okay, well maybe I'll introduce a, another aspect of it, which is street portraiture. And I'm sitting in my room going, okay, street portraiture. I got to, this means I got to walk up to people and ask them, right, to, to have their photo taken. Yeah. And not only that, to sign a, a model release form just in case, you know, this is going to be used officially, right, by Fujifilm. Mm-hmm. So that added another aspect of it that I was like, okay, well, this is going to be really interesting. It's going to be a challenge. But let's do it. <laughs> so I went out, and and that's what I did. And it was the most fun I ever. Yeah, well, not the most fun I ever had, but it was really, really fun to go out. And I think there's a part of it because the camera is so small and the lens is so small that talking to people about, hey, you know, can I, you know, uh, you know like how you look, and can you work with me on taking a, a photo of you? Um, they weren't as resistant or you know maybe they didn't take the camera as seriously because it was such a small i mean almost point and shoot size point and shoot size yeah to where they're not like intimidated by it at all or Um, at the very least everybody thinks it's a film camera there it is yeah there's that too and so uh, almost everybody i asked was cool with it and they all had fun um with me shooting them and connected with all of them I've sent them all their photos and uh, I posted most of them up already on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, man, I I really had fun. It was good connecting with people again as well. You know, just like meeting new people. (laughs) Yeah. We've been stuck in our house, right? In, in 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 our living spaces for a long time with just people that basically that you know. And then yep. just to be out and going, hey, man, like, you know, or hey um let's talk and and communicating with people and connecting with people was really cool it was really good vibes really good energy a lot of positivity um and so that i can tie in with the experience of testing this camera and part of the overall um experience with it right um it's just the overall positive experience and uh and so also the you know i I had to get used to that focal length. Um, I do have the older 27 millimeter, but it barely got use because I've got, you know, I've got other lenses that have aperture, yeah. rings on, uh, you know, the aperture rings on it. And so I rarely used that one mainly because of that. Um, wasn't focal length or anything like that, but I did have to get used to that focal length, like seeing sort of uh, in my mind's eye what I could get uh, from that from that focal length so just yeah. a couple of days out and you know just 
doing some scenery and this and that and, and, and shooting a little bit and going home and going, okay, this is, this is sort of my distance from people. This is how, um, uh, as far as scenery, this is how far back I need to be. And then as soon as I started doing the, the portraits, um, I had to figure out how close I needed to be or how far I needed to be and, and shooting it wide open and what that would look like, how the bokeh would look like as well. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that it, it shown, like it really did a good job, uh, with, with the portraits that I took and really sharp. Um, you know, most of these are just JPEGs as well. Cause Lightroom, um, wasn't, uh, yet capable of handling the RAF files. Oh, that's right. And the, yeah. And the JPEGs were, I mean, Fujifilm JPEGs. I mean, we don't even have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I was really, yeah, I was really pleased with, with the overall handling. Um, you know, people were talking about, especially, you know, it's been, it's been announced and there's a lot of reviews out there. A lot of people are talking about the minimalist, even more minimalist aspect of it. You know, the buttons are, are removed. The dial, the, the, uh, focus style on the front is, is gone. Um, so, but I was able to, you know, set my function buttons the way I needed to. And I didn't feel like I missed anything really. I mean, it, get, it depends on how you shoot. Obviously, if you've got certain things that you really must need, um, you know, might not work for you, but you know, the, the dial in the front was fine. I set that to my shutter, uh, the, the FN button on the top, I set to my ISO. Yep. Right. And then I've got my aperture on my, on my lens. I mean, really that's all I need, right? Yep. Like just breaking it down to the, its most simplistic form. That's, that's all yeah, I really needed. And then the rest of it, I just, uh, uh, set to different things that I really needed. So like the view mode, I set one of the buttons to that. And then the rest, the swipes. Yeah. For auto, uh, for white balance, for uh, film simulation, for, you know, what have you. Uh, the swipes, even up to my eye, I could change those, uh, use the swipes to change uh, settings. So I didn't feel like I really lost too much functionality uh, or felt like I was hindered at all by the lack yep. of any of the, you know, all of the other dials. Going back to the X-Pro3 and the X100V, yeah, it's nice to have all those things, all the dials and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's a, it's a, just a different it's a different way of shooting, right? Like I think this camera, the X-E4 is, um, is sort of in the mix of like point and shoot and somebody going further into learning photography. So you have your manual settings on there. Uh, but if you wanna just literally point and shoot, cause I shot it on P mode just to see what it would, would be like and it handled just fine, right? Um, I just changed my compensation depending on yes. if I needed it brighter or darker. So for somebody who doesn't want to deal with the manual stuff and, and you know, maybe they haven't gone too far into learning those aspects of photography, this is a good camera for them because they could literally just put it on P mode and it's going to give you really good images. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to get it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like this camera. I, I love the size of it. And, and I'm not worried, you know, 
it's not dusty here in Southern California. We're not getting a lot of rain. <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, the weather resistance is not as much of an issue for somebody who lives out here, you know, like me. Um, maybe for, for you guys, for the East Coast, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I got to say, I've, I've used the XC2 back in the day mm -hmm. um, with the 35 millimeter, and I used it during, like, wet times, and it, yeah. was, it was fine. I, I mean, I, like, yeah. Most people, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's going out. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are, but most people <laughs> aren't like in the middle of the rain, getting wet and soaked with their camera. You know, uh, you got an umbrella where <laughs> some people, they, they just hide it under their coat until, until they're ready to, to shoot. So even with that, I think you're, you're okay. Um, with this, with this lens, at least your lens is, is water, weather, you know, what weather resistant or water resistant. Yeah. You know, it's the, somebody's got to argue about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always find that that's the case. Is like, oh, right. it's not weather resistant. Yeah. Uh, the deal breaker. I'm waiting for the XH2. Well, I mean, the X100s weren't weather resistant really until the X100V, and even then, you got to get an adapter and put a, a UV filter on it. So, mm. and I use that thing, you know, almost everywhere. I've traveled with one version of the x well I, I only had the x100 original or x100 almost up until the x100v like i had that i tested the t for like a little bit just to see uh what improved and i yeah. was like i'm still fine with the original x100 i was just so used to it and then the x100v came along and i was like okay well yeah everything's a lot faster and you got the flip down screen you got the weather resistance and yeah uh the 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 iso dial that's a little better than the x pro 3 cuz you can it stays up and when you spin it um i regret selling yeah. my x100 my original x100 yeah yeah i i know i i said sold it to my buddy so i could probably get it back um and I just might do that actually. When, yeah. when he's all done with it, I'll just buy it back from him. If it still works, man. Like mine still, still works. works. It's a little slow. Like you can like the what a reason why I like keeping a lot of the older ones is I can see where you know all the advancements that's been made. You know, I still yeah. have the, the X Pro one and I, I uh stuck a an adapter with a with an old Nikon fifty millimeter one point eight pancake. Yep. on there because people are like oh it, you know it's kind of like shooting film camera and uh it still works the buttons are slower and you know things are a lot slower so yeah i can see why people are saying to get that and use um use film you know old film cam uh, lenses on there and it does kind of slow you down a little bit but i mean that's all meant it's all mental anyways so. but the image quality is noticeably different it, it's not like tremendously different but mm -hmm. enough that like there was something about that contrast in the x uh the xt1 that really uh just spoke to you um yeah that the xt1 and the x100 T were probably were the cameras that 
helped me go full time with the X series. Like that yeah. was my transition point from having the canon there to I don't need to even look at the canon anymore. That's true. I I, I went through the same thing with my Nikon gear, and then the XT one came along and those lenses the 56 and the 1.2 and i was like i don't think i need my nikon anymore because i would just use the xt1 the x pro one as the the second body and it was it was it was all doable it was all doable there was only a few things that i like maybe some lenses i didn't the focal lengths i didn't have and that was the only reason i would use my nikon still uh, yeah. for, for a couple of gigs but for the most part, I had what I needed. I had something wide. I had the 18 millimeter. I had the 35 for more stuff, the 23, and then the 56. And then uh, the only thing I needed that that to match like exactly what I had on my Nikon was the 90 millimeter because I had a had a 135 uh, in my Nikon uh, setup, and I was like, okay, well, I just need that, and then I'm good. I don't need anything else. You know, that 135 was magic. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I had the uh, D. I had it on the Canon side. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice too. Yeah. Um, how how did it feel? Because if if I understand correctly, I, you know, you made that uh, what I like to call is the, the leap of faith mm -hmm. in, into the new system. Um, did you have like a similar experience where it was uh, bless you? Uh, that was my dog, Kodachrome, in the back. <laughs> Did you have like a similar challenge in like adapting to the Fuji system in, in the beginning? Like to, or, or was it just something that you, you just didn't feel comfortable with at the, at the, at that time to, to go full 100%? Well, I think part of it, it was confidence, right? But, um, just because of the the autofocus and the low light, you know, certain things that I, I just didn't feel like um, I had experienced, right? So I had I needed to put it through those things to to see if it would do it. And then soon as yeah. you know, soon as it was like, okay, this is this is possible, I was like, all right, well, there there you go. I I can use this now. Um, but you know, sometimes you don't want to test it out on a on a paying gig, so you still you still have you know the the things that work. But then I'd have like let's say a Nikon on one, and then the XT one on the other, and going okay, okay, this works. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at this. And then going home and seeing the files, working with the files, and going, I like these files a little better actually. The colors are nice. The skin tone's really nice. Uh, they're they're easier to for me to to have worked with because uh, I'll start I was really used to using the the RAF files at that point yeah and uh, yeah so it was just about like just slowly getting that confidence in what I was using and just putting it through the putting it through the grinder so to speak and and then seeing how seeing how it worked and it did it uh, without any sort of sort of not any issues right and the other thing about that kind of work is finding a flash system that that worked. What are you using for a flash system? Well, now I'm now I'm using the Godox system. Yes, and perfect, right? It just everything just seamless with the, the eighty two hundred Pro and the the the, um, 
uh, what do I have? The V862s. I have two of those. And it's more than enough for me to, to do what I need to do. Uh, before that, I had my old Nikon um, SB600s. Yeah. And I had to set everything manually and test it and, you know, that kind of stuff. Now I'm still shooting. The thing is, like, now I'm so used, I was so used to shooting that way. I'm still shooting manually. But then having the option to be able to shoot TTL is really nice for certain occasions, right? Like, I don't have to Same think about here. it, right? <laughs> uh, but going through just something about manual that I love. Yeah. Uh, so for like, for wedding receptions, it's it's all uh, it's all manual. Yeah, I, I I could do that. Yeah, but the only thing I'll use the TTL is if I need a high speed sync. Yeah, during a like that really sunny mm-hmm. weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so Definitely. I hear you there. Yeah, um, yeah. So cool, man. We we yeah. have a similar origin story. Yeah, yeah. coming from different <laughs> sides of uh, events. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Meeting in the middle. Now it's like with the XT3s, like you may, it basically shoots in the dark, right? Like I have no issues yeah. with super low light. As before that, I had to zone focus, you know, yeah. and then now it's just autofocusing, you know, I had, a, I, was, I had a place, it was like basically candlelit, and <laughs> it was still acquiring focus. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. White balance is going to be tricky with those, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But at least he got focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of, uh, you know, all that is great. How did you get started with photography? Like, what were your inspirations prior to picking up the camera? Well, I, you know, I, I started as just a hobbyist, right, with a little point and shoot, um, with a little Canon Elf and a, and a, like obscure little Kodak. I, I bought it because it was 16 megapixels or 12 yeah. megapixels or something like that. And that's okay. all I knew. Yeah. Right? That's I was like basing it off of like how many megapixels there were. Cause I didn't know anything about photography. And, uh, and you know, I was doing, um, I was in the graphics world, uh, mm-hmm. user interfaces for DVD and, and Blu-ray. Yeah. That, people aren't buying anymore. So that's also obscure. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so, yeah. So, you know, back then uh, I had taken some vacations and then, you know, work, the whole industry was changing at the time. And I was like, I don't know what, what I'm going to do. Am I going to stay with designing? Am I going to do something different? And so I thought of, you know, the vacations that I did and how much fun it was to take pictures and to explore and at the, around the same time, uh, you know, I was looking through uh, camera reviews and, you know, gear reviews and then figuring out what kind of photography there was out there. Because what my thought was, <clears throat> my point and shoot camera is okay, but I'm seeing pictures online that I'm like, how are people getting those kind of photos? The blurry backgrounds, the the nice pictures and the nice scenes and, and, you know, for landscape stuff, I was looking at portraits and, and seeing that, that, you know, the bouquet. And so, yeah, I got into the gear stuff that what cameras are, what full frame is, what crop sensor is, what, what uh, 1.4 and 1.2 meant and, and seeing what, how much Leica's were and that I couldn't afford that. Uh, yeah. So, 
yeah, I got into to the D90 was my first sort of, uh, you know, I was trying with my point shoot to shoot manual. Yeah. But it wasn't cutting it anymore, right? The sensor size, the, 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 just a lot of, there's a lot of restrictions uh, for learning. And back then, the sensor size, like the ISO Tiny. wasn't quite there yeah. yet. Exactly. Like above 400, it was just, and it was like digital, like pixelated, right? Like now yeah. the, the noise, the, the, <clears throat> you know, is really, it's really, especially on the Fujifilm, it's like, it's grain almost. Yes. And, um, so yeah, the D90 was my first sort of DSLR and I got, had a kit lens, but then I, I knew I wanted to get prime lenses and really get that, that shallow depth of field. So I collected a bunch of full frame Nikon lenses and learned, learned from there. And then just like a couple years from there, like a year and a half, two years, the X100 was, <laughs> was announced. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get that. <laughs> and I pre-ordered it. A friend of mine at work, um, he had a Leica and and was you know was dabbled in photography as well. So we were talking about that. We would watch like digital rev uh, <laughs> videos yes. at work and kind of geek out on on cameras and things like that. And uh, so we we I I looked that one up and ordered it and got it and started playing around and, and was looking online for for information about stuff and then i found uh sort of websites about street photography and what street photography was from like digitalphotography.com or something like that yeah and um it just said walk around and take pictures i was like all right i'm cool with that <laughs> and then obviously there was there was not a lot compared to now so there was like in public was out still you know back back then they had a website so i looked at that and then I looked at Flickr. There was a lot of things around Flickr that was going on revolving street photography. And then um, back then, um, somebody named Eric Kim put out a review on the X100. So I found his website and he was doing workshops. And so I was like, well, that'd be a good way to meet other people in that's into street photography, right? Because it's like most of the people that I knew were... <clears throat> landscape photographers or you know they took pictures of their dogs and you know, that kind of stuff so yeah it was good to i think it was good to meet other people that were that kind of got the mentality of, of, of like just walking around taking pictures of people you don't know and uh, so i went there and actually met uh ibario next perello at that uh, workshop uh um, oh, wow so and he you know he does the candid frame and all that kind of stuff. So he was still doing that at the time I think, yeah, he was already doing it at the time. So we met there and I met a bunch of people that I'm still friends with today from just that one workshop. And then, um, you know, throughout the years, I uh, just kept going out and like sort of dedicating myself to learning this whole new medium that, that I, you know, that I got really interested in. And uh, yeah, the X-Pro1 came out and I kept, you know, just shot. Uh, you know, eventually I got laid off from work uh, 2011 towards the end of that and yeah. uh, so the next year i basically said okay well here's a year i can do you know sort of focus on whatever i want and so i focused on learning the camera the lens the the craft the art of the you know the whole thing and actually through street photography met a lot of other types of photographers wedding photographers 
industry, like Hollywood industry type photographers, Getty, AP, uh, LA Times guys, um, you know, uh, fashion photographers, just like all these people from different, you know, uh, genres that were also into street photography or just yes. into photography in general. Right. And so I've, I felt like I got into this whole hobby uh, um, with all these really cool, welcoming people, you know what I mean? That were just like, Hey, yeah, if you want to learn this, so come, come, you know, come and join me. We'll, we'll, we'll go shoot this and, and, uh, I'll teach you this and this and that. That's awesome. And so I'd go and, and just assist people or just, or just walk along and walk around with them, things like that. And, and just pick up things and, and talk about, um, the genre, talk about the ho- the hobby, talk about that world, talk about who influences them and who inspired them. And, and it was just, it was just so awesome. And so I'm, I'm, I was happy to find that place to find this room <laughs> full of people, right? Kind of, yes. right. Of like, like-minded people and that people who were just so cool uh, about the whole thing. And so, yeah. Um, and that's how I kind of got into other types of photography and, and kind of getting, trying to get a well-rounded sort of view of what's going on in the whole thing. Um, and not just specifically street photography or not just specifically landscape photography yeah. or what have you, but cause it's all photography. It all kind of works the same. It's the same tool, you know, it's just little differences of how people use it, but essentially it's light <laughs> right? going into the machine, into the machine and you get a picture. Yes. Um, but you know uh, the communities, you know it's, it's so awesome, right? And I started meeting people from all over the world. I mean, what the heck, right? Like all of a sudden, I'm talking to somebody from Sweden. I'm talking to somebody from Brazil or Japan or you know what have you about photography. Um, and it just connected. It just made the world a lot bigger and a lot nicer uh, for me. So yeah, it was good. And how how did you? Um... How did Fuji reach out to you to be uh, an official ex photographer? Like, uh, how how does that process work? Back then, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't really a a process at the time, you know. Um, Because you were one of the. Were you one of the first? Like in that kind of. uh, I would say kind of in the middle of everything. Because when the I I came in in twenty, the end of twenty fourteen. I want to say it was around the time the XT1 came out. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's about about when I got in, um, and there was no sort of way that I knew of at the time. You know, it's just one of my mentors um, introduced me to to somebody at Fujifilm who had already been mm-hmm. following my work and knew that I really loved shooting with their cameras. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's how the relationship sort of started with, with them. And, you know, in fact, I was actually, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to make the story too public because it's a little, well, basically some, another camera uh, company approached me to test their camera and I approached my, I talked about it with my mentor and he was like, say no. And I was like, really? Say no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, say no. And then, so then things happened differently. So yeah, went towards uh, Fujifilm, which I, I always dreamed of, right? Like uh, yeah, from getting the X100, I, I uh, 
when I bought it, right, you go on the website and they had that nice little website for the X100 and and then you click on the X photographer's page and there's all these pictures of people that that test their cameras and and you know um and you're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice that I remember thinking at the time, well, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to to be one of those types of people?" And I didn't even know what it was about, like how it even got there or what kind of photography they did or what they even got to do. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that'd be nice. Right. And then to then three years later, four years later, being actually on the website was insane. Right. It's, it was just like, what the hell? It's uh, quite the honor. It's, yeah. It feels it's, good. I was, yeah, I was very happy. It's a, it's been a privilege. It's been an honor. Um, to, to be part of this family of people that uh, really love photography, number one, right? It's just the love of photography and, you know, to the love of the cameras. You know, there's just something about these Fujifilm cameras that is just so attractive and is so inspiring. And so you want to pick it up and go shoot with it. You know what I mean? Like it, it sometimes... Not even that, you just sit in your room and stare at it and look at it and play and put different <laughs> lenses on there because it's like, a, you know, it's like one of those type of things, right? I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no you're not the only one at all. I mean, it is, it is well-crafted engineering. Yeah. Um, it is, I mean, prior to Fujifilm, uh, the, the, their retro designs, um, and I, I don't even like using the word retro design. I think it's more functional design. Mm -hmm. Um, we've had hundreds of years, well, I don't know, hundreds, uh, we've had a long period of time where cameras looked a specific way. And I yeah. think we use the Leica as kind of like that reference because that kind of retained its style, even though it's like a bazillion dollars to, to own <laughs> like, uh, uh, the, the, just the, a, leaf part of the shutter. <laughs> right, right. Um so dentists everywhere and lawyers and doctors they they can enjoy the the, the their arm piece camera yeah. piece. Yeah. But having that kind of look in just a fraction of the cost. It's like right. wait a minute, I get to look like a million dollars but only pay this much? Yeah. Like, that's that's even, nice thing. yeah oh shit the, the the camera the the photos look awesome i yeah. the, better than the canon and better yeah. than nikon and it's, it's like, got autofocus i mean right after a while it did yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they caught up but yeah they caught for, up for a while you know but that's that's where i think it really sold me like image quality was great mm -hmm. but what made me invest my time in learning the system is uh, happened when Fujifilm and their, uh, and their people were making the effort to listen to photographers. And it was very, very, uh, it, it wasn't like we're making a grand show. It, it's genuine learning from the the community and yeah. using that feedback to improve their system yeah yeah and, and, and that's if they're taking the time 
to really make themselves better, then I'm going to take the time to, 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 to learn their system. And, and, and now it's, now it's God that they're, take i mean i mean now videographers are looking at their cameras right like yeah a while it was like well this is a photographer's camera you know this is made for photography for photography and a lot of videographers are like well we like your cameras too and we but we want to be able to use it for videos and for taking pictures and they're like okay we'll listen to you guys and then they're coming out with a lot of stuff now that is more for videographers um yeah, and they're listening so much to, to everybody. I mean, even with, look at the X100, for example, the original X100, everything that anyone has ever complained about for the last, you know, years. <laughs> and then you look at the X100V, yeah, it took five tries, but flip down screen, weather resistant, right? Autofocus, no problem. Basically shoots in the dark just as well as the X-T3. Yeah. But better, um, you know. It just it's more refined. Everything just kept getting more refined and 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 improved and just uh, you know. And it's not and it's all coming from us, mm-hmm. all of us that's ever used their cameras and sending our input. And yeah, I mean maybe um, the random guy who put a comment on a YouTube video, you know, maybe it's not exactly his <laughs> input. Yeah, but it's a collective input of everybody because we're all kind of saying the same thing for the most part, right? Yep. Uh, a lot of reviewers are saying the same thing, so um, they're hearing it. They're hearing it. They're listening, and the engineers in in Japan are. I mean, they're awesome. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're awesome. I mean, just everybody complaining. Well, why not full frame? Why not full frame? This is why. Here's medium format. Yeah. <laughs> and it's doing the work of a yeah. full frame camera. It's yeah. like. So I haven't tested the GFX uh, 100S, but I've held it in my hand and it's nice. It's nice. It's, you know, it's bigger. Yes. than you know, an X-T3, for example, which I'm, I'm yeah. used to. And I went into the system because I wanted a very much smaller and lightweight package overall. Um, but I mean, if you were used to using a DSLR, like a whole DSLR system, a full frame DSLR system, and you're going, all right, well, there's medium or there's larger than than full frame. That's what they're calling it, larger than full frame. Yes, um, fair enough. That that, that is yeah, true. yeah. Uh, the whole system on that, and you know, it's yeah, it's it's a good transition into that whole system. Uh, the GFX 100S, definitely. definitely. Yeah, it's because this the size is just about the size of um, probably my my D700 at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. same, probably just a tad bit lighter than that one too. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be happy with with this uh, with this this camera for sure. Are you going to get the GFX system? I don't know what I have to sell. Uh, Morgan, maybe. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what, what, yeah, we'll see what happens in the next uh, few years. We'll see. Yeah. When, and when I, gigs start coming back to normal. Yeah. And what I'm hoping, you know, I don't know if they're going to do it or not, if it's in the works because of maybe technical aspects of it, but um, maybe a range, like a GF, 
X50R body style, uh, range yes. style, but uh, you know, uh, I love the 50R X100R maybe. You know, so we'll see. I don't know yet uh, what's in in the future for for that part of uh, uh, the camera brand. So, but I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Wood. <laughs> yeah. You know, this this has been a very fun conversation, Rizzi, oh, and I, I got to bring you back on the show to uh, kind of go further into your origin stories and other projects <laughs> that you have coming up um, and, and your, your, your previous publications in, in various places. Uh, but for now, yeah, tell the world where they can find you on the web to see your awesome work. Well, for now, you know, I've been posting a lot on Instagram. So my Instagram is at Rinzi Zen, all one word, R-I-N-Z-I-Z-E-N. I'm, I'm also still on Flickr, trying to catch up and post stuff on there. Um, that was where I grew up, right, as a photographer. So I don't want to yeah. abandon it. And there's, you know, a lot of folks there that, that uh, you know, I still that, you know, we're still looking at each other's work, so it's 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 an awesome place still. I know yeah, a lot of people aren't on there as much, but you know it's still there. Yes. Um, and so yeah, from there you can get all my other information from from my Instagram. But yeah, that that's kind of where it's at right now. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Oh, well, Twitter! I forgot about Twitter. Oh, there I'm, you on, I'm on there too. It's the same at Rinzi Zen on Twitter. It's the same. Perfect. That way, people don't forget like one or the other. It, it, it's basically the same uh, handle. So, and yeah. everybody should check out your work. Oh, uh, your your photography is amazing. Thank you. And um, yeah, uh, we'll have the links in the show notes. And uh, everybody, check it out, Rinzi. It was awesome talking to you, and we'll Thanks have you back on me. soon. Right on, man. It was fun. Uh, stay warm out there. <laughs> stay awesome. warm. Yes, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Stay warm. So yeah. take care, man. Thank you. Thank you.